Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? All right. Hi. We are here tonight with Alex Jackson, who's one of the owners of Centered Spirit, which is where this office is, and one of the practitioners that we work with. So, hey, hi, Je- hi, Alex. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. It's nice to see. I'm glad yeah. you could come out. So, you do a pretty particular type of massage. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Plus other things. Plus other things. Yeah. Plus other things. So, tell us a little bit about what it is you do. The abdominal massage... And it's traditional Mayan medicine as well. Traditional Mayan medicine, yeah. And one of the fortes of traditional Mayan medicine is an abdom- traditional or abdominal massage, my abdominal right. massage technique, which I've learned over the years and over the last mm-hmm. 16 years now, um, worked with. Um, traditional Mayan medicine covers learning bases as far as um, in, in, historically use acupuncture, use acupressure, use cupping therapy uses um, herbs, uses um, just helping people with the emotional but also the um, physical body ailments as well, combining both together, using um, simple but effective techniques. And one of the most simple and effective techniques that, that I really had picked up and drew me into more traditional, traditional Maya medicine approaches and learning when to learn more was the Maya abdominal massage. Yeah. Right, it was at your gateway into all of this. That was that was really it. Um, it really, um, I could see that so many things could be addressed, so many things could be treated, so many things. It was um, kind of the avenue to um, our soul, our spirit, but also reproductively, digestively, um, cardiovascular system, lymphatic system, reproductive. Everything is, is centered here, so. You really can make huge changes with someone and some things with simple but effective techniques and then combining some other things, understanding about how the body and emotional things work. And and to me, that was the key to um, and, and usefulness to be able to perpetuate me on kind of a career of learning more about it. Right. Yeah. And so you said you've been doing it 16 years. Yeah. So was why why abdominal massage? Why Mayan medicine? Why did, Why that? Well, so I mean, I started out in massage therapy for a few years, and I wanted something a little longer, something longer, longer lineage. And so, I stumbled upon my abdominal massage, and um, it was something that I didn't really know what I was getting into. I don't think at the beginning, right. um, uh, some of it was dealing with uh, menstrual uterine 
displaced just hip tutors and then right. massage and and uh, I don't remember even thinking too much about that then and digestively and everything. But once I took the training, took the course originally in the Arvico techniques in my abdominal therapy, um, the simplicity but the effectiveness and what being seen so many conditions that were treated, be able to treat for it with um, women that had painful periods for so many years um, and been able to do an external massage to adjust that to help with that or fertility issues or fibroid cysts, um, digestive disorders also, whether it's IBS or constipation or postural issues, anxiety, stress, and all these things that are combining together. And when you're coming back from a training and you see that you're the only one here at the moment doing this, mm-hmm. you, you go, wow, people need to know about it, and I need to know more about it, and I need to learn more, and I need to go back to Louise, I need to go back to Guatemala, I need to go back to Mexico to learn more from the traditional healers that are there. Mm-hmm. And it became um, something that knowing that not a lot of people work and get work in their abdomen. We get massage, we get body work, we get some type of work on our back, our shoulders, our neck, when it gets tight or sore. But it's one of those areas that are always overlooked whenever we um, um, we don't actually get someone to work in that area to yeah, alleviate pressure to, yeah, or I mean, we feel when it gets to digest, when we get discomfort or when something doesn't work, but we don't really know what that awareness is like. And it's one of those vulnerable areas. It's, it's socially uncomfortable sometimes. And yet, so to bring people to a comfortable state, to a state of acceptance, to a state of what it needs to be in health-related-wise, and emotionally, where we store a lot of stress, we store a lot of anxiety and tension also, and to open that area up is a beautiful thing, and, and, and where we almost have the most direct access to health, I think, sometimes is from our core out, not just from the outside in. So right. from the inside out, it's right, that, that, that adage that we heal from the inside out. And nothing kind of works better to diagnose, to treat, and everything from, you know, digestively speaking, and or um, we try to eat food right, but how are we actually feeling inside? And, mm-hmm. and uh, so anyway, my mm-hmm. abdominal massage has been, and abdominal work has been sort of an avenue or a key that I've focused on because when I feel that it's in balance, everything else just becomes much easier in life. And that's how we kind of named our place-centered spirit over the years. It just when the spirit is centered, everything else becomes easier, I think. Right. Everything else kind of flows from <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you mentioned Belize, mm-hmm. uh, Mexico. Where else did you study? Guatemala. Guatemala? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Are, is this traditional Mayan massage, is that more prevalent in those countries? It, it, um, Where did it develop? Yeah, you know, it, it uh, is ingrained in the culture as far as, as traditional medicine goes there. Um, over the years, it's, and I've talked to many people, too, that have gone down to Mexico and had from traditional healers these types mm-hmm. of massage. In fact, um, one of my mentors, uh, Rosita, had learned from her traditional healer down there, and that's one thing that she picked up these techniques from um, in her, from an ancient shaman down in Belize. Um, so it's known and it's it's useful, and, and even the circles of midwifery that are down mm-hmm. there in traditional medicine, um, one of the lost arts that is coming coming back and forward, back to oh, yeah. back again now. 
Um, but it's not only in there, but it's almost ne- necessary for healers and village people to take care of themselves mm-hmm. by these methods. And, and, um, and they're not, we don't need sometimes the invasive procedures or surgeries. It's just about, mm. you know, getting in there and working in their body and helping it under, and be having some understanding of how, um, everything connects. So, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you talked about this being a very vulnerable area of the body. I mean, it is, it's the one part of the body that doesn't have any bone structure in it. It's not <laughs> protected at all. And then there's so many vital things that happen there. Yeah. So yeah, it's very vulnerable. Yeah, it's so. interesting you mentioned that because I I used to use that quite a bit. I used to say, you know, this body, ha- this part has no bony structure. I would right. actually say that. So, and I think people don't work on it a lot. They get, um, they're not trained properly sometimes in types of massage therapists, even mm-hmm. in school. Right. Um, so there's a, when someone goes to get a massage or body work, um, they may not receive it the right way or be have someone mm-hmm. who's trained properly in it right. um, because we look at it as muscles and bones and in the body. That's how we mm-hmm. teach a lot of massage techniques. We don't teach it as far as um, exactly. fascial tissue, holding organ placement, what runs through there, and that's living, breathing back at you. It's got a, a different rhythm to it because of that emotional connection and how we are diaphragmatic breath works through there and You're what's right. and everybody holds a different sort of history there because of how we've where we store our stress where we store our abilities of traumas or stresses through oh, life absolutely. right we contain we contain things so it's it becomes that and so we as we work with someone we want to make sure that they feel um the the difference and at the same time feel safe as they're working in that area because it is an open space and they, part of the, the treatments is is helping people understand the what they're feeling, what they're connecting to. What oh, right. Yeah. Well, you can even tell just by our language when we have butterflies in our stomach. Exactly. Right? Stress eating. Um, we all know that our digestion slows down when we're under stress or it speeds up for some people according to stress. So we do hold a lot of emotion there. And even when we're under stress or we feel like we've received some really shocking news, we just kind of hold our stomach and go, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, there's that response. It's just a, well, the word visceral comes yeah, exactly. from our viscera, right? It's a visceral, guttural type of response that we have that we store so much there. Yeah. yeah. And, and if we did the same thing, if we, if we um, went to go get, notice those responses in our neck, Mm-hmm. We would go get probably a massage, or we would get you know some type of energy work, Reiki, or something worked on in some ways. We would, um, and we don't. We kind of do it a little bit and rub our, like you said, hold our gut or hold our stomach in the right way or hold our breath. But when it gets sustained or, or for such a long period of time, or never gets unwound out, that's when we start to see the kind of uh, pathological disorders or something with it, or, or chronically develop over time. Um, and that's what we want to avoid or try to get people right. to connect to in a way or be, or un- alleviate from in this area. Because um, that then can radiate through the whole system, whether it's nerves or muscles or back pain or, or headaches even. Mm-hmm. Even headaches come from the abdomen, believe it or not. Yeah, no, I believe, yeah. I believe that I mean, because, I, you know, I'm, I'm a meditation yeah. instructor, Reiki master, so... Um, you know, I'm versed in the, na- the vagal nerve and all the things mm-hmm. that it does when we're under stress, 
you know, it shuts down to allow us for fight, flight, or freeze reactions. Exactly. And there's a lot of physiological changes that happen when the vagal nerve is interrupted. Mm -hmm. So um, we see all kinds of things like that. And, yeah, headaches, vision changes, ringing in the ears, many different things are responsible on that pathway. So it's just restoring that balance. And the breath, yeah, absolutely, the breath. We need to be able to draw it down into the belly. We can't if we're tensed up, tied up in the belly. The breath is life. Exactly. And digestion, you know, we all feel better when we're digesting our food properly. So when that shuts down, it causes a lot of problems. Yeah, breathing is key, and people don't people think that. I mean, we can our bodies are very resilient. We can operate on very small amounts of breath. So most people are walking around, and and functioning to a degree that is what they feel is normal. But when we actually are able to work within the this area of the body and mm-hmm. leave open up those diaphragms, it takes the pressure off the system and lets it function like it's supposed to, cardiovascular-wise, lymphatic-wise, respi- you know, reproductive-wise, everything functions everything. much better. Circuitory-wise, energy improves, um, function to all the organs improve, um, hormonal balance improves, so even if someone has, you know, is having menstrual issues or fertility, can those chances improve with their cycles, um, mm-hmm. digestively speaking, or even just um, emotionally, everything is is compounded in that that pressure system of our breathing. So we come it comes where we sleep better even. Right. We have to breathe Absolutely. to sleep, which is people don't realize sometimes that you know mm-hmm. they watch a baby. I say watch a baby's breath go up and down. Their belly just moves up and down very effortlessly, but they need mm-hmm. to do that to sleep, not just to play or have energy throughout the day, or we don't. We also need to breathe to sleep. So that's oh, one thing to look at even everything. for sleeping, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so we talked about you've been doing this for 16 years, and I want to go back to something you said. You said you just stumbled on this. How do you stumble onto traditional Mayan medicine in Kansas City in the Midwest? You know, I was doing uh, massage therapy, and I, I, and I, I picked up a massage and bodywork magazine, and mm-hmm. um, I had three. It had a picture of an abdominal massage. It said on it, I had a picture of an abdomen, and three types mm-hmm. of one. I can't remember the type, but the other two was um, um, chain a song therapy, which is the Taoist version of okay. of qigong applied bodywork on the abdomen. And I've taken a few courses in it as well out in the San Francisco area. But the one that I started first and resonated with mm-hmm. me and I, I was the My Abdominal Massage, an article that had been written in there. And probably within six months of reading it, I signed up and took the class and then became right. certified as a teacher and a spiritual healer and all these things kind of wanted to know as much as I could. But um and that's how I stumbled on it. It was on the cover. It was on a. It was on, in a magazine. <laughs> it, was a magazine. it was in a magazine, and um, uh, the path was meant to be. So um, um, it changed my, changed my practice, changed my life, changed my oh, focus absolutely. on what I do, and perpetuated me and to be able to, um, be able to make some shifts. And and I wanted to dedicate my practice after that you know to everybody that i'd see to come for that it took a while but afterwards after writing articles and getting people to wear it became more known of their other how how beneficial it was what the results were how we can educate people on it so in in the midwest here because uh, at the beginning, I was the only one doing it here. 
So now there are a few other people that, that do it, and at the same time, different to different level of different degrees, of course, we all bring our own thing to it. But at the same time, we just need people to know that it's available. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It really yeah. is a niche for you. Yes. So this, there are, maybe now there are a couple of others doing it, and I wasn't aware of that. But for the longest time, you've been known as... What around here? Uh, <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know. Abdominal man, uterus man. I don't know. There, there's been some other. Uh, there's probably been some. Dom, I don't. I don't know. There's probably. I remember uh, you been saying one time in a presentation man. that I'm known as the uterus guy. Yeah, there was probably was that too. There used to be. I haven't heard in a while, but the first few years, I remember that there was probably some of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I know that you've kind of specialized kind of in things like uh, fertility. So. I know I've seen you for that years and years ago. That's how I first became aware of your work. Um, I ended up ad- adopting, and we did not conceive, but I know that you were known in that mm-hmm. circle, if you would. Um, fertility is a, a big thing. A lot of people are very interested in it. Yeah. So how did you really get to specialize in fertility and women's problems? I know it's kind of part and parcel, but is there more to that story? Well, it's... It's one of the things that this work does with, you know, I mean, I've, um, I, one thing I love about the traditional Maya medicine, the uh, my abdominal massage, I never get bored. Right. It, it allows me to treat many conditions. Um, and, and normally I think we would go in, in our specialized fields and, and say, okay, I only do fertility or I only do back pain or I only do digestive. And in traditional medicine, they're all interrelated to each other, mm-hmm. and um, so the training of how and the uterus gets tipped, tilted, how to actually um, do the massage to help with the conditions and putting it in the right position, alleviate congestion there, mm-hmm. increasing hormonal flow activity, right. um, all of that is is the more that we can actually have the menstrual cycle, the healthier it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, the, more odds are in our favor for putting fertility chances in there. And so we've been able to see pregnancies happen and, and help people achieve pregnancy where, right. where they're having before, see the cycles um, get healthier and healthier, which then achieves pregnancy where some of the things don't show up on tests. There may be a trauma involved. There may be something else mm-hmm. involved that may not show congestion in that area or, or protection where, or a longstanding history of... Um, um, Oh, uh, endometriosis, uh, scar, tissue. scar tissue, some adhesions, and some mm-hmm. of the adhesions yeah. develop. Um, so it's just one of the things that we treat, and you know, sometimes it might be chronic pelvic pain may be related to yeah, it. Absolutely. So that's another big thing, and and chronic pelvic pain may be an issue that if there's mm-hmm. someone having pain, it's going to be very hard to achieve pregnancy. So absolutely. when we address chronic pelvic pain, um, a lower pelvis, um, through the massage techniques and through the traditional Maya medicine techniques. We can then try and, and also alleviate some of the congestion and mm-hmm. for our fertility. There might be a digestive problem too. So all of it is interrelated, yeah, and that's what I love about it. So fertility just became one of the facets mm-hmm. that we work with, and and, mm-hmm. and um, I, I love to be able to be one of those people that you know looks. Looks at the things that everybody's not everybody has looked at, and hopefully been the answer, or been help us find putting that piece of puzzle together that people haven't seen yet. And sometimes that really does make a I mean that really does make a difference because mm-hmm. people are frustrated sometimes, and they come in with 
and they are looking for just a simple answer right. that they can understand more of. But I, a lot of these issues, digestion, fertility, adhesions, that type of thing, but it's not in a vacuum. Many times it's all kind of lumped in together mm-hmm. because we've only got this much area of the body to work with. And yeah. for those of you who are not watching right now, I'm pointing to specifically yeah, the gut. Yeah. We only have so much area to work with. Yeah, it's almost it's it's our area almost from our I would say from our clavicle or collarbone. Mm-hmm. I say the abdomen goes there throughout the the chest almost because you've got your rib cage which 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 is your um your breath. also your breath diaphragm so right. all the way down to your pelvic bone. Your so, but then again that bo- area where there's no bony structure where we kind of call our stomach if you will that's right. that's mm-hmm. that's the area too and 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 so right there we're mm-hmm. used to. Also dividing all that area up. Mm-hmm. So someone goes for <laughs> a um, you go to a digestive, digestive like an endo, doctor, uh, then they go to yeah. the reproductive medicine doctor, and they go to someone for back pain, and they go to right. someone also for um, you know musculoskeletal. So there's three or four people, and sometimes they may have um, stress or something else going on. So they go to massage, and then they go to the counselor. But none of these people can talk to each other. Exactly. And or have talked to each other. So even going to massage, they can't. They 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 can't. Therapists can't talk to them. But or if they're going to a counselor, they can't touch them. If they go to a, um, we go to digestive doctor. They're certainly not going to talk to their reproductive endocrinologist or their OBGYN, mm-hmm. even if some of their reflux and their diaphragm. Their diaphragm may be so tight that it may be blocking some of the hormones that are getting to the uterus. Mm-hmm. So we should be talking to each other. We should be doing something with each other, but we're not in some ways. And so, but what I look at is the holistic, the whole picture there, because it's so connected. And so, like you say, so close to each other that mm-hmm. it's, it just makes sense that we should dress it all at one time. Right, absolutely. Now, from an energetic standpoint, because that's what I do as a mm-hmm. Reiki master, hypnotherapist, medium, I'm looking at the energy system, yeah. and so much of that is tied up together. So um, we store our emotions in our solar plexus chakra and the sacral chakra. Of course, you do Reiki too as well. Mm-hmm. It's not your your forefront, right. but you don't lead with it. But um, we see these things with tied up in emotion, we tied up in thoughts, tied up in our beliefs. And in our energetic system, of course, exactly. over time, then it starts to go to the, the physical system. So that's where I feel like um, our work kind of informs mm-hmm. and passes off to each other. So um, I like that we can talk, yeah. even though um, some of the medical professions, they just don't, the specialists don't talk to each other. But we can talk to each other as far as what's going on physically, what's going on energetically, what's going on emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that sometimes I hear some interesting sounds come out, out coming out of your room. <laughs> I can't hear those. Come on. There's no <laughs> you know, when I'm here, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is Alex doing to these people in his office? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're releasing emotion, yeah. releasing pent-up trauma. Yeah, sometimes, so, uh, you know, we you think that uh, we, um, we're big containers a lot of times. And mm-hmm. those containers, um, like anything, can only take so much water fills we fill a jug full right. or a plastic bottle um, before it kind of bursts, if you will. And that's not good for our, our physiological body. Um, 
And what happens is when we work, especially in, in the abdomen, which you know, as we know, we store those butterflies there, those there too. So our bodies recognize that there's something there, but we never really have that opportunity because we've, we, we go to work every day, we've we got your families, we got everything, to just be in a safe environment, to be in a place where we can just um, unwind, let go, and... Given the opportunity, our body recognizes that. Our energetic body, everything mm-hmm. recognizes that. And so it really, part of that is that emotional release happens more in the abdomen sometimes. But that, just as that happens, the physical body also unwinds it out in a way that where something may have been stuck, as soon as that just emotion happens that recognizes where it came from, Absolutely. it melts it away. And that's where healing really happens because then we don't feel like we're just so weighted down in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. um, and never have an opportunity. A lot of times we know this cognitively, but we just, a lot of times we don't want to be a burden on someone. We don't want to be, we've, we've gotten to a place where we've learned how to cope with things in a way, but our body again is telling us different, it's like there's not, there's something that isn't connected here. So right. we try to connect that back to where it can just go. And sometimes it becomes emotive in a, in a mm-hmm. release that sometimes tears are emotion, laughing is an emotion, yeah, all things we store there. So, yeah, oh, the body absolutely. recognizes that. It so really does. some of the job that, so by, by, by just being, working in this area, some of the job then becomes that, sort of a, holding that space for the person right. to have that opportunity if necessary to um, help them guide them through that that Just process even telling them it's, it's okay. okay to it's okay that they feel because sometimes we 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 also think that we're embarrassed or we feel like we shouldn't do things like that mm-hmm. we, but as long as they f- we feel it's that our, we listen to our body and, and and allow it to. It responds accordingly, and we get better at it. We get better at and knowing what we what it needs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I know in a Reiki session too, people will emote. Yeah. people will release things. Yeah, um, even just stomach gurgling that <laughs> yeah. happens when the when the energy starts moving. Yeah, and then people will sigh. People will yawn. Things will come up, memory wise, emotion wise. Mm-hmm. That's buried down there in the energy system and in the physical body too. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's really pretty fascinating um, when you talk about emotions, things that are so intangible, actually being in the tissues, actually being in the energy system. It's fascinating the way we work. Um, so you've been doing this for a while. You started with massage, going to the traditional Mayan stuff. You also said you do cupping, and then you said there was there were some other things involved with this. What else is involved besides massage? Um, well, I also try what we, what we'd call in traditional, um, my medicine is a, we refer to someone as a practica, which is basically a heart to heart talk. Oh, you know, when right. you, when you go in and you, and you, you get to know a little bit more about what the person is and, and, and that recession and that session is about a, you know, half hour to 40 minutes. And so it's about a, it's six page questionnaire we go over to get learn a little bit more about mm-hmm. the person. So we want to know not just dietary, not just um, medical, but also reproductively speaking. We also want to know some of their mm-hmm. past history about medical, you know, family history, um, even um, emotional and support. What's going on in someone's life? So that's just the traditional 
uh, healer part of getting to know the individual, their spirit, um, looking in their eyes, listening to them, where they're at. Mm and and then we use techniques as far as you know, I use cupping therapy or ventosa as we call it also. So that's okay for people who don't know what cupping therapy is. Can you go yeah. into that? So a little cupping bit? therapy, I use fire cupping or ventosas, um, and that that basically is is taking a um, a glass and a heated element to mm-hmm. suck a put like a that heated vapor puts a, a vacuum in the, the glass and then you put it, apply it to the body, mm-hmm. which creates like a suction and you leave it there. And in Chinese medicine, they leave it there for a longer time, which oh, creates okay. like a purple almost circle on the body, which creates um, toxins to come out. And in my medicine, what we do is move it around quite a bit. So mm-hmm. we move it. So you don't leave that purple circle really around you, but you still get the pull instead of Imagine almost pushing when someone's pushing on your body for a massage, mm-hmm. except under this, you're pulling the tissue. So you're right. pulling the skin a little bit, um, almost like a vacuum, which then, as you can see, would pull all that congestion and nerves in a nice way the, around that. So it really helps to bring oxygen to the tissues a lot quicker and renews mm-hmm. where there's kind of heat or jump start where there's just kind of um, everything is kind of adhered to each other in a way. So you use that um, techniques as far as all of moxibustion, which mm-hmm. is another form of helping with um, mugwort, basically. It's an herb to help with So tell more about this. Con- yeah. Yeah, moxibustion. Moxibustion. Right. So sometimes we'll do points, uh, certain points um, that relate to um, congested areas or maybe the liver or spleen or different okay. areas in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in the body to help move energy, move congestion around. Um, this herb helps to cause a warming effect and also deep penetration within mm-hmm. that, that zone. Are you talking the herb, the mugwort? Yes. The, mugwort. Now, we had um, Janet Lee, also a practitioner at Centered Spirit, who does Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine. That was another one of our uh, interviews that we did. And she also talked about moxibustion. Mm-hmm. So is um, I know it works very similarly. Mm-hmm. So um, is it also with a kind of a charcoal stick? Yeah, charcoal stick, sometimes okay. powdered form. I have a box, too. I can do it on the back, so it's a whole... So different. there's different methods that you so could apply similar, it to. But yeah, you could, each mm-hmm. person or method does different ways. They maybe mm-hmm. learned it, but, but s- the principles are similar. Right, what they exactly. Do, what they do. And, so stimulating uh, circulation. Stimulating, yeah, chi, nerve, mm-hmm. the flow of energy okay. and, and getting things to move in, in a better way. And also getting that deep, deep heat back in the body sometimes where there's stagnation and cold in it too. Yeah. And that does help with that as well. And then we also, you know, we bring back herbs. I used to bring back some herbs from Mexico and Belize, mm-hmm. and we have them here. And we also use those formulas too for people with, that are, uh, you know, for anywhere from anxiety stress to to reproduction to menstrual related issues to digestive and, and things like that musculoskeletal so you use these uh, herbs like in teas or in we wraps have, we have teas and also tinctures tinctures okay yeah, teas and, and tinctures as well yeah and those so, are available for purchase here yes and so if anybody was interested anybody who's listening to this podcast um if they're interested in that type of thing could they get in touch with you about it 
Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll put Alex's contact information yeah. in the show notes and uh, in the the links. We'll provide some links. Yeah. Uh, so you sell these herbs as well. Yeah, they, they're yeah. going to be on our website and sell on right the website, yeah, good. And mm-hmm. too. So we'll provide so, that information yeah. in the show notes. So they'll be here. I think it too. And we're gonna we we have them available. There, if you have any questions on them, they're they're all sourced from rainforest or from from uh, different herbs in, in Mexico that we trust and believe in, stuff like that, too. Good, so, good. You have a lot of contacts down there. Yes, yes. And we can still go back to Mexico almost once a year to um, to um, study and teach and, and with different um, various people. One of them um, um, that's studied with the Tamascal, which is another therapy, in, in sauna mm-hmm. therapy down there, and also traditional medicine, Rita, and um, in University of New Mexico as well in traditional medicine. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, you're always. It seems like you're always traveling, always studying, always adding to your base of knowledge. Um, you're pretty well versed in the traditional healing community, really, yeah. elsewhere outside of Kansas City, even. Yes, and our, yeah. our goal is to bring it, you know, to people that are, you know, needing it, and, and at the same time, um, people are looking for something that that they can connect with. Um, it's not about just being woo-woo and being something that sits traditional. These are conditions right. that we treat. As you know, they're, they're people that have everyday con- health conditions that people see every day. And some are more chronic, some are more, some are more um, um, withstanding that we would almost only know in our mindset sometimes growing up. And in some cases that would be a medical related if we call that. But... Since we're able to work with that in a way, we've bridged bridged some gaps and and made some partnerships within the communities to help people understand and in allopathic medicine as well that that there is um, a, a nice um, bridge that we can connect with with mm-hmm. traditional and and uh, conventional medicine. Yeah, that's something I really have always liked about your practice is that you're very educational. Yeah. You're working on forming relationships between different healing modalities and educating about how they can work together. Yeah. And so I've, that's something I've always appreciated about your practice, um, always writing, always blogging, and informing people about that. So I think that's imp- important. We can't just show up for healing and not know anything about it. It's like, okay, heal me. We need to be <laughs> participating in our healing, right? We need to be yeah. because it's all very personal and very individual. Yeah, and there's a, you know people. There's a lot of choices out here, and there's a lot of places to go, and mm-hmm. and um, we're not trying to to replace anything, but basically we want to make people know what's aware of everything, what they're doing, Absolutely. so so that they are informed correctly. They have choices, maybe things, maybe things they haven't heard of, right, or maybe things that that no one's presented them yet for their health care. And then they can make a better choice of what works for them in that mm-hmm. aspect. We, you know, I may not be the, the uh, try to be the solution to a lot of things if we can, but if I'm not, the, we're not solution, then we're going to provide things that, or, or information with people that mm-hmm. may be the solution somewhere else or somewhere in that, that, that frame, whatever we know, because that's the goal, at least to empower people the more Absolutely. they can. And as we move into the next year, we're you know, also going to be able to teach more classes here at the at the center and everything mm-hmm. like that, too. So Yeah, what are you planning on teaching coming up? Um, we're going to teach, I'm going to teach classes on at the for the Awareness is Healing Institute that we've created, um, which is going to be focused on traditional mind medicine practices. Um, 
So we'll have classes that are going to be anywhere from prenatal, working with prenatal um, massage techniques in my medicine, Great. to also my abdominal massage techniques. Right. So we're going to do a three-part series with the diaphragms, so respiratory, um, core-related, and, mm-hmm. then, and, and then pelvic diaphragm, and then putting it all together, which will encompass... Um, the emotional, it'll encompass the herbs, it'll encompass um, um, conditions treated, and also the applications that we, how we treat in, in each in each phase of this and how we put it all together. Um, so that's going to be a big one coming up in the next year. So you're going to be training practitioners? We're going to do both. We're going to do practitioners, uh-huh. careers, and then I know there's some things, techniques we can do for people who are everyday people who aren't practitioners as well. They right, just like need self-care? some basic self-care mm-hmm. and basic knowledge on on creating awareness about how they can help themselves and understand a little bit more where mm-hmm. we can be that a key for how to work with their own families, how to work with their mm-hmm. their, their friends in, the, in a way, too. And certainly there's a degree where a practitioner level is needed um, as far as just having that comfort and, and establishment mm-hmm. to work and, and on a with a license on people and things like that, too. That, But we're going to try to bridge some gaps there with people Good. into the next year. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That. So, what what else is coming up for you? And is there any, anything else? <laughs> that's the biggest. That's the big thing. You know. That's that's, thing. that's the big thing that we have. We've been working on this for a few years now, and and you know, I'm really to kind of get out there and, and and teach more and create more, create more, so people can learn more techniques with and help within their own communities more, and people yeah. can help with with that too. And we can do more mentoring programs. We're going to probably have a mentoring program as well. Um, for practitioners, so, yes, I mean, for practitioners, Great. and also um, we'll, we'll even teach cupping classes, cupping and doses. So there's a lot of elements around that um, yeah. traditional medicine that we're going to bring forward. Um, I know everybody isn't going to Mexico every year like we have, or going down to Belize or whatever. So a lot of it is part of the center that we work in and, and created is to bring these accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the goal, at least, to bring it more accessible and everything like that, too. We just got, Absolutely. And the University of New Mexico has done a great job with that, too, and making some books and online courses with that, too. So you said the University of New Mexico? Yep, University of New really? Mexico. So the University of New Mexico is teaching some of these tradi- traditional Mayan uh, they're doing uh, traditional traditional, traditional medicine and we called um, or or our mm-hmm. traditional healing from the Mexico and the Southwest. So they put on a course every every summer, and they've actually put out some books that we're um, that I'm in as well with the, some of the books as well. So you're like you're quoted and cited in some of the tr- the healing in the books training yeah. books. Yeah, right. So it's great. It's a great resource as we want to bring this medicine more available to the to United States, to the world and everything like that too, and knowing yeah. that it's still available that we're really happy that the universities are actually recognizing and That's actually exciting. and actually printing material and in chronological error putting it together in a way that um, is very resource oriented yeah. and yes. and legitimized, yes. Yeah, and so is is um, this type of training. I know it's not very prevalent here in the Midwest and here in Kansas City specifically, but other parts of the country is that catching on? Um, Some, yeah. I mean, I think some of the other other Cumberland countries have more more retreat centers where people are used to going to retreat centers and stuff. 
And I think it's going to catch on here more. It and, is and, catching and on, so, I think. Um, hopefully we can be part of that change in the next few years as we yeah. develop that and everything going and get people drawn in here more for more trainings and, mm-hmm. and things like that too. But right. we're, I mean, I'm part of, happy to be into the loop of, of even in things that are happening in my home state, of in my hometown in, of Albuquerque and in New Mexico, which when right. I grew up there, I had no idea this was going on and this would be my path, but it's <laughs> funny how it took me from from New Mexico back to um, from Kansas City and then back, but through that I had to go through Belize to Guatemala to Mexico <laughs> to go back to New Mexico to realize that um, traditional medicine, healings in this way, and, and working with many um, ailments in the way that we do to be a lasting solution is being already is being worked on and being done and being promoted still. I mean, yeah. so it's really kind of makes me feel very good in my heart to know that there's these things happening within Kansas City, within the world, but also in New Mexico, Mexico, and throughout what we're doing. Yeah. I keep forgetting that you're from New Mexico originally. <laughs> yeah. Right. What brought you to Kansas City? Old career. Uh, probably I was in retail management, um, and I was uh, oh. 20 years ago. So I've been here about 20 years. It's kind of... Interesting. Retail um, management, like yeah. Abercrombie & Fitch, yeah, The Gap, something the, like that. Home Depot, if you can believe it or Home not. Home Depot, really? Awesome. Yeah. Um, I can't build anything to save my life, but <laughs> but um, so, but so I can I can work on bodies and people and help with them out. And that's what, <laughs> so I wish I could be more handy around the house and, and right? build a, build something that direction. But I can, I can, I, my forte, I found it now. And, right. And, and you so absolutely have. That's, right. that's the key. It's the nuts and bolts of the body. Yeah, nuts and bolts of the body. Yeah, um, building sheetrock and stuff. No, nope, not going to do that. I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I... Right, I, I'm. I'm always interested in how people got to what they're doing and came to. Yeah. You know, came from retail. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I've known you for a while now. I had no idea you came. It got from me retail. out of Albuquerque. I lived in St. Louis for a couple of years. Opened yeah. that market up and came to Kansas City. And you know, it just wasn't after. Oh, I took a. As I was doing that, I knew something wasn't moving forward like I wanted to. As I wanted to anymore with that company, and and I looked and I took a massage course, mm-hmm. um, and it was the most um, natural thing that ever came to me. I just knew it right away. I knew it right away. I could see my my hands, my everything. I just had this intuitive part of me that just knew what to do without thinking about it, without. Um, Without even trying to be, I don't know, to think too much about anything. And so I see other people ask questions or some people do this. And me, I just, it was so intuitive that I signed up and I was like, I, I got I to gotta know how to do all this. So I put myself through school and I did everything yeah. for the massage part of it, training, energy work. And I got immersed in energy work and massage and everything. And, and so that became my shift. And then picked up a magazine and, and a magazine. <laughs> I fell into your I have a holistic health center yeah. and all this stuff now years That's later. Amazing. So it's uh you know one thing leads to the other sometimes and yeah and um, now we're 
or here <laughs> together. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Working on bellies, rubbing bellies for a living or, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? Massaging colons. Or <laughs> yeah, or call colons and all that stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about stuff that people never thought about. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know you work mostly on women. That's, a, I mean, that kind of is another question I had. I know you work mostly on women and, and reproductive issues. Do you have many men clients? Do you they know, come to you? I, I do have some men clients, and I think that number is increasing some, and I think um, by... By just the way we're wired in some ways, you know, it's easier for women to connect to that that self care emotional state, if right. you will. And women everything. get it some and, in some and ways so, more than men. Therefore, it's just going to buy the numbers. Going to be more more women are going to come in or seek seek that that health care. Um, but you know, I'm always always happy when I, I get a male client and we that that comes in and we they're really um, able to process or see what's going on and, and adapt to the, um, and so that is changing more. I think, I think even our society, you know, we're getting more in tune with how we take care of ourselves better. So yeah, it is getting more and more. So what might men come to, to see you for as opposed to women? You know, they, they may have, um, digestive, more digestive issues, stress related, digestive, Sometimes musculoskeletal nervous anxiety um, is one of the things to prostate, swollen prostate as well. Oh, um, you can treat that? Or so, you can work on that? Yeah, so we don't do any internal work for that. Right. But in the same way as, as the reproductive organs in women, there's, where there's congestion or tension mm-hmm. around the lower pelvis, well, like anything, you have to get um, circulation to that target organ. And if it's blocked, right. you're going to get inflammation. So if we can reduce some of the, the congestion in the abdomen, we can reduce some of the inflammation heading to that target organ or the prostate as well or pain in that area. Um, Interesting. Some post-surgical adhesions. So if someone's had right. like, um, let's say, a gallbladder removal, they've had a colon move or having something like that too. So I see yeah. women for that too as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Like gastric bypass too. Do you work with a lot of people with that? I have with mm-hmm. some of that, so yeah. Because you can get scar, so, tissue, scar tissue, adhesions, that type of thing. Yeah. So really, so, equal e- abscess. I need, everybody's got an abdomen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody has Everybody digestion. Has, Everybody yes. has, yeah. And the most the most uh, prevalent time is after, if you sometimes um, women have to have like the cesarean oh, birth, yeah. or they may have to have, or we may sometimes have appendix or gallbladder removal or something like that too. So that mm-hmm. scar tissue can, it may not show up having any trouble within the first few months, but right. those adhesions can get tighter and tighter, and then they may develop something over the next you know year or so. Um, but yet, nothing is usually recommended by the physician to go have. Uh, massage or anything done in that area usually afterwards yeah. but yet so if we, we can get them know. in and work on that it solves a lot of conditions that may be developed later or if they've had us we stay in already we can still work with that as well even if they've had it for many years mm-hmm. to keep them feeling better yeah i mean it's really a, a good partnership <laughs> with allopathic type of treatments and medicine um it seems to go along very well with it because you know Allopaths know that there's adhesions. They know about scarring. They know about fertility. They know about all of this stuff. But um, they might not necessarily do anything about scar tissue. Yeah. And we've had some great physicians that have been referred some people here where they've had, um, 
you know, in fact, where women have had, let's say, a cesarean birth, mm-hmm. and they've had some scar tissue, mm-hmm. very nerve pain that has developed from that, mm-hmm. and um, very um, in tune with the, the physician, then referred them here, and That's we were fantastic. able to get them relief where, where the physician just didn't have that in his repertoire to do, in a mm-hmm. way, um, and we were able to get, I was able right. to kind of get that relief for them, which... Then they were like so excited because then they didn't have the nerve pain every day. They could pick up their kids. They could play. They could do things Absolutely. where before they were just in so much pain. Oh, yeah. That can cause a lot of yeah. tremendous amount of pain. And then, you know, some of the more maybe traditional or allopathic solutions may be more surgery. Yeah, they put more mesh in to do more surgery and everything. and Which causes more scar tissue. Exactly. And more adhesions. I had one lady that probably saw a few months ago, and she was Gearing it to have, geared up to have the surgery, came in and had uh, so thankful she she came in because she when she was able to cancel the surgery because she was amazing because after one thing she got relief and she was so amazed that she didn't there was no other options she didn't know that was going to be able to do anything for her but she mm-hmm. came in I think twice just to make sure it stayed right. and it's just that this is after twice I have no pain I can't believe it I have no pain she's like I, I, there's, there's nothing here they don't need to do this put mesh in me now isn't that great so that so that's great. what we want you know we want to be yeah. able to help people just get those lasting changes so find lasting solutions and that's really you know what I love about what I do the mm-hmm. most is seeing right. people transform seeing people mm-hmm. shift transform making these changes in a way that they may have had something for 20 years, 30 years, sometimes mm-hmm. chronically. Um, and I get their frustration. I get where they've been. Um, right. I get their maybe skepticism sometimes. That what are, How is this going to be different? But when I see that, when they see that there's something happening that has never happened before, something been put together and or worked on an area in the abdomen that never been worked on before this way, and they become not only shifting physiologically, emotionally, and shifting other things in their life, which they tell me about, you know, maybe their other stresses, career, or life doesn't become as stressful anymore, career. Then right. Those are the lasting changes that you really want to see. You're not just seeing something for two days or two weeks get better, but you're actually seeing a lasting transformation. Yeah, it's like this kind of chicken and an egg thing. We have stress resulting in pain, and then pain resulting in more stress. You resolve one, and then there are changes. It's cascading. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see that in my practice, too. You know, Mm -hmm. you resolve an issue for someone, and then it has unintended consequences throughout their life. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's really that's really nice. It's like okay, everything is opening up now. Yeah. Now that I'm feeling better, now that I'm responding to people differently, now that I'm responding to stress differently, there's so many changes that happen throughout the life that it's really rewarding. Yeah, that's what we that want. We, we want to empower people. I know Absolutely. as as sealers as, as working here, you know we, mm-hmm. we you know I know you and and working with is you just want to get people's energy up, you want to get them in a better place, you want to get them to where they're empowered, and that's that's the key. So Oh, absolutely, and yeah. taking care of themselves and being responsible for their emotions and being responsible for their thoughts and being responsible for their energy, minding their energy. It's, I mean, it's all, it's all one. All roads lead to Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything is connected, and so whatever people resonate with, that's what they're going to stick with. And, you know, people resonate with massage, people resonate with energy work. So 
there's all kinds of different ways to get the same type of results, yeah. which is great. So, um, yeah, however that, however that works for people. And I love that, you know, we're in a city where there's so many different resources and there's so many different practitioners. Yeah. There's so many different, even education, there's UMKC mm-hmm. Medical School, there's KU Med, and they're starting yeah. to maybe become aware of what we're doing. Yes. Yeah, I know I have people from those um, that I'm, I'm working with f- from those avenues. So yeah. People are starting yeah. to ask and have more questions, too. And, and like I said, you know, it's about, it's, it's about educating people, and people will hear how people are, re- are responding to different treatments and what, what you're doing and, and how those medical facilities or can use it and they really want to know because their patients are asking for it you know, right patients are asking for Absolutely. options and things like that too you know and they they feel the frustration too sometimes mm-hmm. that any physician too really wants to spend more time and time's prohibited sometimes too it is Only with because, our current system you know 10 minutes or 50 minutes even the best doctor in the world has the best heart and best intention it's hard to solve anything with that exactly and so it's the first time i work with someone it's two hours you have to be able to see you have to two hours to know the person to treat the person do all that and then a follow-up is going to be an hour and a half usually because of that mm-hmm. and, and, and this is the time that it takes to really know the person to get the person because even if someone's coming in for let's say an acid reflux condition which is seems to be a very simple digestive thing um, we normally would treat it with, like, say, an acid block or something to cook that too. But uh-huh. on a physiological standpoint, that diaphragm is contracting. Something caused it to contraction against that pyloric sphincter. So physiologically, we can unwind that and take care of it. But it helps to really spend the time to talk or listen to the person and say, when did this happen? When did you first have this? A few years ago. What happened in your life? Exactly. What was going on in your life? when? Did this you change jobs? Did you, did you move across the country? Did you go through a divorce? What may have happened? Or, you know, those, those exactly. things contract. And so just by asking that question or getting the person aware of it, you can see that they are so, their spirit is really happy that know that, Oh, there is a connection. It activated that for a reason, and I can actually, you know, let go. And that's what helps us sustain those effects for a longer period because it empowers the person to go, oh, it's not just me. There's a reason for it. Right. There's a a reason for it. Right. And that awareness awareness is healing, which brings it back to, oh, I'm aware of it. I can heal from it. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I've really enjoyed talking with you. I think we're out of time. Um, So... If somebody wants to get in touch with you, we'll put your contact information in the show notes. Do you ever do anything remotely? Um, I can do some some talk remotely, yes, as far as uh, yeah, you know, as far as coaching, guidance, things like that, too. Terrific! So, yes. Oh, that's and, fantastic and, 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 yeah. for people who are you know maybe clients, but also for people who would be interested in practicing. Yeah. And learning more about what you do. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Um, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with You're me. Welcome. It's uh, always enlightening it's for fun. me to find out. It's a lot of fun to sit down and talk about what you do, right? And uh, get to know more about traditional medicine, abdominal massage. So it's in, it's been really enlightening. And thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thanks for. Yeah, absolutely, Appreciate. certainly. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area. 
dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at RadiateWellnessCommunity.com. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.